I saw it and the light flickered and I was like, is this Savannah? Like, is this another prank? Hi. <laughs> My name is Lydia and this is Psychic-ish, the podcast for psychic-ish people that just want to live normal lives. <sighs> I am in the hardest position I've been in since I began recording this podcast because I feel like I don't know if I'll be able to top last week's episode. I really enjoyed making it and it was the first time I've ever released an episode and not had like a sleepless night the night before or a panic attack the day before about what I was releasing because I, I don't know, I just, I thought it would be well received. I thought you'd enjoy it. And now that it's out there and like, I've gotten a little bit of feedback that it was a goodie. I don't know how to top it. And so part of me is just like, let's just stop the podcast there. But then I kind of think, and I'm just like, Hey, this time last year, you wouldn't have even dreamed of any of those scenarios that I talked about in episode 14 happening. So if I stop now, I could be you know, limiting myself in terms of what could even evolve more from here on out. And luckily you're here for the ride, right? Like you're sitting in the passenger side of your best friend's ride, you know? (laughs) I'm so proud of that. (laughs) You've got the best seat in the house right now. You're you're living through this with me. (laughs) Anyway, uh, what are we talking about today? As I said, last week's episode, a bit hard to follow. I did actually have Savannah come through again, so I'm going to give you a little update with her, and then I'm going to give you an exercise to show you how I see spirits, if that makes sense. I did something by accident a few weeks ago now, and I saw my own reflection burned in the back of my eyes just like how I'd see a spirit. So if you're one of those people that has always wondered about what it's like when you see one, this is just one of the ways in which I see them, in which they appear. Otherwise, if you already do see them, wouldn't it be cool to see how other people see them? I'd really want to know that. Like If you see spirits, I want to know if it's similar to one of the ways in which I see them. So I will be hitting you up on Thursday's question box, okay? Uh, and then I just have a little bit of housekeeping before getting into it. You all know I record on my bed. My microphone is attached to my bedside table. With the way our house is set up where I'm living, our room backs onto the lounge. And so there are very few opportunities where I can record. And not even that, it's more like where I can record and keep recording because a lot of the time I've started recording and then 10 or 15 minutes into it, a flatmate comes home, starts walking around on the wood, starts making dinner or starts watching some TV or putting music on. And it's just like, I have to wait another week until I get another opportunity. So for now, for the time being, I will be releasing episodes fortnightly. (laughs) It just sucks because like, this isn't how I envision things to be, but I only want to release episodes that I'm kind of proud of and that meet my own expectations and I don't want to be stuck in a situation where I have to keep wanting to record and then can't and then try and rush something a day or two before it's meant to be released. Like that's just not how I wanted 
this podcast to go about. The thing that sucks here is like none of us want this, I don't think. So it's just the situation right now. Hopefully that'll change in future. But let's hear from Savannah, shall we? Okay, so again, after I released last week's episode, I realized that I hadn't checked in with my spirit guides in quite a long time. So I sat down just to get some advice and they delivered and then the little session got gate crashed. And at the time, again, (laughs) flatmates were home. So I made another little video like I did at the end of last week's episode. So I'm just going to play that for you now. And apologies just if the quality isn't as nice. I was just having like the tiniest little chicken with my spirit guides. Like usually I do it, I'm trying to meditate for like 20 minutes. Um, but today it was just 10 because I'm hungry. <laughs> and um talked to them for a few minutes and then and then Savannah came through and she was just so happy. Like she was so happy. I saw her, she was so excited. She just like kind of like ran over to me and flung her arms around me and was just saying thank you thank you thank you and she was just like excited like imagine a kid just being like like excited because she she just kept saying um she just kept saying my mummy's gonna see me my mummy's gonna see me So she just thanked me a lot and then I asked where she was because I haven't felt her around but she's still she's still been playing like a few little pranks like I I had a few today already and one yesterday so I didn't feel like she fully like left and she said she was with her spirit guides but like she's really happy and she can come down and see her mum whenever she wants. So she's around her mum just as much as she was before. So I don't really understand that. Like I think maybe maybe she just came to me for some healing before she could cross over and then now she's at peace. That's the only um, thing that kind of makes sense to me, I guess. Uh, and so, yeah, I actually saw what her mum looked like. I couldn't really get her name. I just heard like an or kind of sound, maybe Eleanor. I don't know, but she looked pretty. But the cutest thing was, was that like when she was really excited, she had her hair in those pigtail plaits, right? And she was doing, like she was like showing them off. She was just like stroking her head, like back behind her head and pulling her plaid forward and then with the other side and then again like she was just showing off her like lovely hair so yeah yeah I have a feeling that she might kind of just stick around it's quite nice that you know her now as well she's definitely still playing pranks somehow yesterday you know those bread drawers that sit on top of the bench? A watermelon was just like pushed off and um, it was sort of secured in place. So I don't really know how that happened. And then 
yeah. I don't know. There was some like, <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'll put it up on my Instagram because it's just, I feel like you need to see it. And I don't know if this is just all in my head or not. Like, I don't think this is 100% her. But she's cheeky, so it must be her. I was sitting on the toilet and I looked up. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't stop laughing. And I guess it's probably good to mention now as well. When I'm in the bathroom, the lights flicker nonstop. And I thought at first it was just when the water was running, like maybe it was an electrical thing. But now the lights flicker when the water isn't on. And then silly little me thought it happened for everyone as well. But a few weeks ago, I was in the bathroom and my boyfriend came in. I think we were both brushing our teeth and the lights started flickering. And he just like looked up, looked around and seemed really confused. And I was like, oh, we've been here two months now. Do, do, do the lights not flicker for you every time you're in the bathroom? So yeah, back when I was in Wellington, I had someone who would come through and make their presence known by flickering the lights. And it was usually, this sounds really weird, but it was usually before I'd get in the shower because I also get quite a lot of spirits coming through when I'm in the shower and it's not pervy. It's <laughs> But growing up, so weird, I don't think I'd be talking about this at all. As much as I felt like I was being watched in the lounge, I also felt like I was being watched in the shower. And I don't know if that's just because like the sound of the shower would probably muffle me hearing anything. I don't know. I was just extra, extra alert. And now it kind of makes sense for me if someone comes through when I'm in the shower, because if they're coming through at night just before I fall asleep because I'm in a really relaxed state where I'm not looking at anything, it's dark and there's no distracting sounds going on or anything like that. Like it kind of makes sense if the same happens when I'm in the shower, when the water kind of sounds like white noise and then you're just, I don't know, I just stand there and like look at the wall. So in that sense, there's no visual distractions either. So that's a way that some little spirits come through to me. And I don't know if the spirit that was coming through back in Wellington right at the end before I flew over here, I don't know if it's the same person flickering the lights here. There was one instance where I got in touch with that spirit's family member. And I know at that point it was them, but now I don't know who it is. Maybe it's just an old electrician who's playing some pranks. Who knows? Um, but anyway, I'm digressing. I was sitting on the toilet. I can't, I can't say this without laughing. And I just look in front of me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm wasting your time. Your time is precious. I look in front of me. Like, I live with a girl and two other guys, so you kind of know if he is on the shower wall, you know whose it is. And with one of the guys, I don't know whose it was, there was like, their hair was on the shower wall, but it was organised in a way that very much looked like a sad face with a, like, 
hair at the top, like a bit of a toupee. And I was just like, I saw it and the light flickered. And I was like, is this Savannah? Like, is this another prank? Like, fuck, you know, rolling watermelons off the bench. Let's just make Lydia some art. Oh, no. Anyway. This isn't funny. This isn't a funny thing to be talking about. But that, I mean, that did make me laugh. Last night, actually, I was thinking about her mum because I'd written down, like, maybe her name was Eleanor. But she's definitely brunette. I can see her as clearly as I can see Savannah. And the OR name... I'm getting shivers. Uh... The OR name, I think, is Morgan. So I had three names in my head. It was either like Eleanor, Lorraine, and then I was sitting yesterday just watching Succession and the name Morgan came into my mind and I just got shivers everywhere and it kind of felt like two puzzle pieces being put together. It felt right. So I don't know. This is a little bit of a shout out. I know I have a few listeners in America and some in Canada So if any of you know a Morgan that had a child called Savannah, um, maybe, maybe link them episode 14, I don't know, um, tell them your little girl's wanting to see you. Let's get into the next part, shall we? Because, I mean, this is just an episode that's taking place in the bathroom because this is where I, by accident, kind of saw my own ghost self. What was I doing? I remember what I was doing. I was flossing my teeth. And so I was getting like the super floss, you know, when you have braces and they put wire behind there. And I was threading it through, but then some got stuck. So I was like trying to pry, pry it out. And... We have really strong lights above the mirror. So I was getting up really close to the mirror, like as close as you can get. Like my nose was on the glass, you know, Uh, which, I mean, that has its own issues because you end up fogging up the mirror with your breath. (laughs) If you're far out. I should have stopped recording last week. I should have stopped. I really should have. This is, this is, this is shit. This is trash. I'm so sorry. But I do want you to try this. So... (laughs) I was, you know, trying to get this bit of floss out and I was just kind of inadvertently staring at my mouth for a good 10 seconds focusing, trying to do this. And then when I stepped back, I blinked and while my eyes were closed, I saw a burnt out image of myself in the back of my eyes and I was just like, holy shit. One, this is what I'm going to look like when my future grandchildren, great grandchildren see me. And two, Yeah, I got a little creeped out, but um, I don't know. I just thought, hey, this is pretty freaking cool to share with you and get you to see one of the ways in which I see spirits. So I've got some homework for you. Just go into your bathroom or any room in your house where you've got really strong lighting above a mirror and just get up as close as you can, maybe like two or three centimeters away from the mirror and just look at your face. You don't have to look at anything in particular. Don't you dare focus on your flaws. Don't be like me. (laughs) And after a good five to 10 seconds have passed, just take a step back and close your eyes. I 
am so eager to hear if this works for you. So there you go. I've given you some homework. I feel like a teacher. <laughs> now, I'm going to leave you with something else because my abilities have been developing in another way, which I haven't shared with you yet. And honestly, talking about this does make me nervous. So I'm expecting a sleepless night before <laughs> before Wednesday. So what I do, the word I have for it is channeling. I don't know if it's right or not, but the first time I was introduced to it, I remember this so clearly. I was watching Sensing Murder. Oh, oh. Don't worry, it's not a ghost, it's just a mosquito. They're relentless. I'm getting so good at catching them. Yeah, goodbye. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Where was I? I was watching Sensing Murder with my family in the lounge, and Sue Nicholson, with her little rocking spiky hairdo, was sitting on a couch and it was like a cream colored couch and she had a notepad and a pen and she was trying to find, I think it was a missing girl and she was trying to get information about her whereabouts. And so I saw Sue sitting with this notepad and she just starts using the pen and she's writing erratically. And I remember at the time, I must have been young, like only seven or eight maybe nine I it was definitely around the time where I'd started seeing spirits and I just thought oh wow like obviously a spirit has come in and taken control of her hand and is writing for her and that's what I always assumed channeling was I'm very aware that in the spiritual space there's so many for want of a better word things that are called channeling. Like I know if someone kind of calls through to a spirit, they call that channeling. This is just the word I give it, okay? So it's what feels right to me. It might have a different word somewhere else, but it's just what I call it. I only know what I experience and I can only talk about what I experience and share that with you. But all up until this year, that's what I thought channeling was. You were so psychic that if you started writing on a notepad, a spirit would come, hold your hand and write out things for you. And I, I'm just remembering now the first time that I experienced channeling. I'm not the biggest astrologer. I believe in astrology, but it's just a concept that goes way over my head. So the deepest I go into astrology is just knowing I'm kind of more like a Capricorn than a Sagittarius. <laughs> Something to do with the moon and sun. Eh, I don't really know. But I am aware that in certain days of the year, they can be really strong astrological events, can be really good for manifesting things. And so if I see on Instagram that something's coming up, like some sort of lunar or solar event, I'm going to sit down and manifest and meditate that day, of course. Like, I'll, I'll take whatever I can get, you know? So back in February this year, there was a massive moment where the date was 2222, and then it was going to be even more crazy on the 22nd of February, 2022. So I sat down on the 22nd of February and just wrote down a list of 
kind of what I envisioned my future to look like if it was my dream future. I'm halfway through writing this list and all of a sudden I start having guidance coming through from either a spirit guide or a spirit and I start writing down what they're saying to me and I've just found that when I do that, when I sit down, have pen to paper, the messages that come through is so much stronger than if I sit and meditate. I think the only reason they're stronger is because I have a written record of it. Because when I sit and meditate, they honestly talk so fast. By the time I'm kind of finished with the session, I've forgotten half of the information they've given me. I don't know if I'm explaining this too well. So if I were to sit down now and actively try and channel, I would start the way that I'd try and meditate or talk to my guide. So I'd open up my little mind hat that I talked about in episode five and I'd just close my eyes and have pen and paper in front of me. And then what happens is I've seen people online say that you should just start writing and then they take over. But I kind of don't do that. I just wait for me to receive some kind of guidance. It's usually instantaneous. And I just write down whatever I hear. And what it sounds like is like, say if you're sitting down and you're writing a birthday card, you're thinking to yourself, happy birthday, Lydia, I hope your day is wonderful. And you're kind of sounding it out in your head because your hand moves slower than your mind when you're coming up with what to say. When I have that, when I'm channeling, the voice is not my own voice most of the time it's masculine and the information they send through comes through at a faster rate than I can create my own thoughts at so it's literally like listening to an auctioneer that's how fast it is so sometimes what I have to do is just let my hand kind of go limp and the pen will just move and I just write extra fast so I'm not worried about being able to read my writing at the end of it because most of the time I can't and yeah I just go for gold now that's the best way I can describe it I've probably done it about 10 times but I thought I'd leave you with a live channeling (laughs) I feel very nervous it's kind of like public speaking actually no it's like getting stage fright it's like you're in a public bathroom and someone else walks in and you're just like I can't perform if people can hear I'm very worried I I don't know what's going to happen here um okay well the message I'm getting from my guides is that we're here we'll guide you through it so I'm just going to let them take it away I'll do it for about two minutes, but I'll cut it down to about 30 seconds. I recommend that you go get yourself a snack or or like go to your bathroom and try that little spirity exercise that I said earlier in the episode. I'm just going to try and get in zone now, okay? (laughs) Okay. 
I'm procrastinating. I'm just going to do it. Okay. I have shivers right now and I'm really apprehensive to say this because the message that came through, it was from an archangel, it was from Archangel Raphael, it's very intense, so I don't know, like, it might be too much, um, Mm, yeah, I've got a funny feeling in my stomach about it, but I'm just I'm just gonna say it anyway. I'm um I don't do this all the time. I do it almost like every maybe once a month, and it's usually just me asking for guidance. So I've never actually received uh, a message for like listeners specifically. So. I know I'm open to receiving whatever messages they have for me, but I don't know. I feel like I'm forcing a message onto you right now, and I don't know if that fits well with me morally. Like, it kind of it feels like I'm preaching, and I've never wanted to preach. I've just wanted to share my experience. So I'm just going to share this message with you, not telling you to do it, but I'm just going to give you just a small insight as to what kind of messages come through when I sit down and channel. So this is just the sort of thing that I get. And let's treat it that way. Um, so let's look at it objectively, right? Like I'm not here telling you to do something. This is just the type of message I get. You'll be able to see the different tone. Like I don't speak the way that this message is conveyed. And yeah. Let's just see how we go. Let's put our skeptical lenses on. If the universe wants you to hear it, if it resonates with you, cool, amazing. That's obviously best case scenario here. But if it doesn't, just leave it, you know, like you don't have to take everything you hear on this podcast. You can take the little bits that resonate with you and leave the ones that don't. Okay, like I'm never going to force anything on you. Uh, okay. Ugh, I'm nervous. 
Oh, do we have a message for you, Lydia? We are delighted with how you're opening up people's minds to see how much the human mind is capable of. People are listening and some are wanting to connect to souls too. Please tell them that every, and every is underlined, I don't even remember doing that. Please tell them that every human is capable of this. It just requires three things, peace and quiet, breath work, deep breathing, and practice and persistence. You wanted your listeners to see what they'd look like without being contained by their human body. I suggest you ask them to do this. Channel. Right. Close your eyes. Sit down. Have an intention. Have an intention for something you want to receive some guidance about and be open. See what happens. Don't expect an outcome. Treat it like an experiment, but please protect your energy and only do this if you feel completely safe and sure about taking this step. This may sound very intense and it's not for everyone. Only try it if you're willing. Lydia, you're beloved, you're heard, you're accepted. I'm sorry, that's... um... Sorry, then they just say all our love to you. And then they sign off. It was Archangel Raphael. He signed off R. They, they, for me, they always just sign off with the capital letter of the that starts their name. Um, so when I channel, it's more kind of the stuff right at the end, the messages I get. Like just hearing that I'm loved and heard and accepted, things like that. It's mostly, I think, just things like my inner child needs to hear. The things that I grew up having chips on my shoulder about or a lot of feeling of being unlovable um, and unworthy and of many things. (laughs) And they're just there to support and protect. And interestingly, I had a friend reach out a few weeks ago, but I only saw the first part of their message. And they were wanting some guidance about a step in their career. And I didn't see that last bit of the message until I actually went to respond to them yesterday, or maybe the day before. And I just had a little laugh to myself because I just thought it was so meant to be that I didn't see that part of the message. Whenever I check in with my guides, whether it's through channeling or meditation, they never tell me what to do. So I wouldn't have been able to tell my friend what she should have done in her situation. I wouldn't have been able to give her guidance. All my guides do for me is they kind of show me outcomes of steps that I'm willing to take. And then they just have unlimited support for me and whatever I do. Like they just let me know that no matter what happens, I'm not alone and I'm loved and I'm accepted, you know? So A big example of this is starting the podcast. I toiled on this idea for a good year, maybe, before I even began recording. Uh, And the first few times I sat down to talk to my guides for guidance was about this podcast, was about whether I was ready to talk about the things I experienced and whether I was ready to open up my abilities and develop them. Because... Sometimes I sit down and in my meditation, I ask my guides for a lesson to expand my psychic abilities. So that happens a lot less frequently. And the funny thing is, (laughs) 
now, most of the time, if I sit down and have a little lesson, my spirit guides say, look, we understand you're frustrated. You're wanting your abilities to develop a lot faster than they are. They tell me that they're drip feeding me information because if they were just to pour all of this on me in one go, the human body can't handle that, especially with me and my history of having anxiety and panic attacks. I wouldn't healthily be able to handle just any kind of sixth sense being completely open, just going from zero to 100. So they're drip feeding me and yeah, uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> I can't even remember what I was starting to talk about there. Um, oh yeah, no, they don't tell me what to do. And I've seen on TikTok and stuff that all humans have free will. So we never really get told what to do. It's just that we've got you know, cheerleaders behind us that we can't really see sometimes. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, today's been a hoot. What did I do? I couldn't stop freaking laughing in the beginning. Then we chatted about little Savannah and then I gave you some homework and then what? I started talking to you about channeling and then I even gave you a little message. What is this? This is like a jam-packed episode as well. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around. The next episode will be airing on 27th of July. I will miss you guys again. I'm so sorry about that. I'll be having the question box up on my Instagram at Psychic Ish Podcast on the story tomorrow just for you to share any questions or theories or explanations or thoughts you had from today's episode. And also, I want to know if you tried out that little exercise or either of the exercises. If you do either, you're super freaking brave. Like, let's take a second here just to remember that I got shown how to open my little mind hat and only tried it two years after I got shown. So don't rush yourself into anything you're not ready for, okay? Like, that's not what we're here for. We're here to do things in safe, timely ways because our normal life is our priority, right? So... Yeah, anyway, best of luck getting to sleep tonight, and I'll see you in two weeks. Bye bye!